The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, you arrive at the bins in your workplace. You're filled with a sort of dread because you're asking yourself, which bin does this go into and which bin does that go into? It's called eco-anxiety. It's shared by many, uh, usually because there's a lack of awareness as to what is and what isn't recyclable as a material. Well, I'm joined by the Managing Director of Panda's Recycling Division, Des Crinion. Des, good morning. Good morning, Pat, and thank you for having me in. Now, uh, let's talk about the basics. Uh, Paper, it's got to be clean and dry. Clean and dry. Uh, the reason is we we bring it into our facilities, we bail it up and we ship it out to paper mills. And if it's wet, it becomes mouldy in that process. And by the time it comes to the paper mill, it's not recyclable. So that's the main reason for dry. So we're, we're minding that mm. natural Now, resource. what about the pizza box? Uh, maybe the, the, the lid is clean, the lid is the clean. base has got a, a grease stain on it. If, if you could just put the crust into your food waste bin... And if there's a little bit of grease, that's fine. It's when it, things are really wet. So if you had a milk bottle full of water or full of cooking oil, for instance, that's when we have a real problem. You know, it's a lot of moisture. If there's a little bit of moisture, we can handle it, but not when there's a lot. All right. Now, uh, we're told again and again that we should recycle bathroom stuff. You know, your empty conditioner bottle, your shampoo bottle and so on. Yeah. Any uh, creams which are in plastic tubes. Yeah. Um, you can't wash out a plastic tube. What should we do and indeed, uh, even washing out shampoo and conditioner, you could lose a w- loads of water to get it. Uh, ab- absolutely. Free. And I think <clears throat> with all recycling, I think we need to keep it really, really simple for everyone. We can we can make it very complicated, but that's our job. So for your, the household, keep it simple, clean, loose and dry. So with the with things that need to be rinsed out, it is literally a quick rinse. Leave it to drip dry and put it in the bin and we can manage it after that. Okay, so if there's a small residue of conditioner in the context of tons and tons of plastic, it's not going to make much of a difference. It's not going to because that that, uh, shampoo bottle, for instance, will go to a facility and it will be washed many times before it's made into a new plastic product. So as long as there's not a lot of moisture that's going to ruin the paper, that's that's what we're looking at. Tissue paper? Tissue paper goes into your food waste bin because that will break down and become a compost. We just don't want to handle it because we don't know what's in the tissue, you know, and we have a lot of people handpicking this. Now, tell me about uh, how much is automated, how much is handpicked? I would say today we're, we're, we're moving very quickly in automation. So we, we have a lot of physical uh, separation by size, by density, by shape. We also use uh, optical sorters that can see the plastic in the paper and they blow it out using Airstream. And we've now, uh, we're now just putting in robots to handpick. The robots are picking the waste now. So we're probably 60-70% automated, but we still have literally hundreds if not thousands of people around Ireland handpicking your green bin your recycling bin Okay so there's still people there using human eyes absolutely uh, to, to discern which is appropriate well, Now uh, the Tetra Pak the kind of milk container yeah. uh, again that's made up of three different components uh, isn't it there's the cardboard and then there's a liner it, and then there's the plastic cap Absolutely and it's one of the it's one of the packaging that's quite difficult to recycle but we can see it we separate it and we send it to a specialized paper mill either in the UK or Spain and they separate the paper the plastic and the aluminium so, so there's it, a way of doing all of this. There is a way, not so simple, but it, we we specifically target Tetra Pak when it comes to our factory and we send it off separately. And what about those uh, Nespresso coffee capsules? Very difficult. My understanding is you can send them back to Nespresso and they're recycled in that way, but it's very, very specific. Certain products like that are very specific and very difficult to recycle. I mean, they are fully aluminium, I think, and then there's coffee grounds and within them. So that's, they, that's what the do problem. they do? Crush them up and Cr- then wash them? 
well, crush them up and wash them. Uh, aluminium, that aluminium is difficult, but the aluminium can, for instance, is really, really easy to recycle. When it comes into our bin, we can see it very easily. We can get it out and it's made into an aluminium can again. It goes round in a circle. Now, what about, uh, say, an aluminium container that might have contained, uh, say, some ribs? covered in a sauce and you try yeah. you cook them and then you yeah. try to get rid of the residue the, from the, the cooking the, a, a little bit of tissue paper or kitchen paper and wipe it clean as much as possible and put it in the bin okay and, and that works because uh, i'm just thinking aluminium is going to be heat treated so it'll it's, burn off any bur- fats that it, are there exactly but you if want you, them relatively clean it, 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 literally the wipe of the kitchen paper and just takes the the, the horrible stuff off it. You know, yeah. remember, people will be picking through this. One thing I say to a lot of people, if you're happy to empty your recycle bin on the kitchen floor, we're happy to take it. But if you were, if you said, oh, my God, that's terrible. We don't want it either. OK, yeah. so that's <laughs> that a good sense. test. Yeah. If you it's were a- happy that your <laughs> recycling bin could be emptied on the kitchen floor or if you dropped it or if yeah. you know, the container the bag broke. Emptied. Yeah, if the bag <laughs> emptied. Yeah. Uh, if you're happy that that would be OK on your pitch- kitchen floor and you wouldn't mind picking it up, then you'll you'll take we, it. We we can sort it then. And even if there's material that's not recyclable, you know, our our facilities know which is which, and the next stage facilities know which is which. If people just remember when they're putting something in the green bin, it's a raw material to make a new product. So if they can think this is going to make something, so suddenly it becomes more interesting and it becomes more real. Now, when you put something in the black bin, now there are different coloured bins, but let's say the normal refuse is black. Yeah. That goes to incineration these days. That goes to incineration mainly, yes. And, now, and what it makes happens, energy. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's good. It's yeah. waste to energy is the, is the philosophy there. Yeah. What happens to people will throw stuff in like batteries and all of that into their black bin? It, yeah. They shouldn't, but they, they shouldn't. do. It, it definitely it happens and it does cause problems. Uh, mainly the incinerator will manage it. If there's something really unusual, the guys will pick it out before it goes to the incinerator. And even now, a lot of waste companies uh, uh, screen the, the general waste or black bin and we're taking out aluminium, we're taking out steel because remember, there's a lot of good material in the black yeah. bin, unfortunately. And we're also taking out food waste. So we're trying mm. to take out stuff that is useful and can be recycled before it goes to incineration. Now, I've been to the Waste to Energy plant in uh, Dublin Bay and I've seen the operation and there is, they salvage all the metals. That's right. I mean, at the end of the process, they have the metals there. It it comes out in the ash, absolutely. And and some of the waste companies, even before that, will take it out before it goes to incineration. So, you know, the industry itself is, is, you know, we try to recover as much as we possibly can at, at all the different stages of the cycle. Now, uh, I have in my hand uh, a News Talk pen. It's got plastic, it's got a refill, It's uh, and the refill has got a bit of metal. Yeah. Now, what should I do with that pen? Uh, unfortunately, that's waste. That's nearly, it's, it's virtually... If I take it apart, which I can do, uh, take yeah. out the spring, take out yeah. the refill. Th- then, then we may catch it and may not, but the parts are so small and so... And these, it's, it's those little things, it's the little plastic toys, it's the unusual things that are really difficult to recycle. And, and it's something that people need to think about. Maybe we go one step above that. Can we not buy them? Can we reduce the use of them? Can we look at different products? Are we being charged uh, now for our brown bin? Uh, yes, and uh, most people have been charged for the brown bin. Uh, there has been a, an introduction uh, lately on some areas, r- limited areas in Dublin, where the brown bin was free. Uh, and like a lot of things, when something is free, sometimes it's getting abused. It needs to be monetized. 
But be very aware, it's still the cheapest bin and it's still way cheaper to do that than put it into your general waste. What so happens to that food waste? And as you say, you can put tissue in there as well. That'll absolutely. degrade. What happens to so, that? So there's two main two main streams for that. One is it will go to a composting facility. If it's clean enough, if there's not contamination, and it will be made into a, a compost, which is basically a fertiliser, which can go back to the land. Is which, that done here? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's done in Ireland. There's a number of really good composting facilities in Ireland. Or it may go for anaerobic digestion, where it will make gas. The gas is either pumped into the grid or makes electricity. Uh, globally, uh, well, I suppose yeah. locally, globally, yes. uh, how are the Irish people doing on recycling generally? I think we're doing very well. We're doing much better than we did before and we're doing much better than we're given credit for. You hear a lot of stats that European, Northern European countries do better than us. I think they measure the recycling rates differently than us. We are very strict on how we measure our recycling. I think we're doing quite well we can do much, much better, but we are, we're not as bad as we, we think we are. A recent article suggested keeping used tissues, paper towels and napkins in a strong paper bag. Then put that bag at the bottom of your brown bin. It helps to absorb the goo. That's from a texture. Is that the that case? Makes, that's perfect, perfect sense. sense. Yeah, that's really good. It's a nice, simple fix to ab- absorbing the goo, as they say. Absolutely. OK. Uh, where do you put inhalers? Another question from a listener. Oh, inhalers are a difficult one. Inhalers, really, uh, I would bring back to the chemists. Maybe they will take them back. But inhalers are difficult. They're, they're really difficult, especially with the insert to, to recycle. Uh, I've seen dog walkers cleaning up their dog's feces and disposing of it in the nearest bin, including the green bill. Yeah, well, that's an absolute. That. Yeah, that's a little bit like us getting in our recycling bin, getting the nappies, the dog poo. We get a lot of this in. It is absolutely not. And the that right should place. go into the black bin it and be incinerated. And be incinerated. Absolutely. Uh, what about plastic toothpaste tubes? Uh, also difficult. If if they end up in the green bin, we can sort them out, but they should go in the black bin. They're not recyclable in general. Not recyclable yeah, in, in general. general. But when your bin is clean, we will find them. We will take them out. We will manage it. All right, uh, Des Crinion, fascinating stuff. Des Crinion, Managing Director of Panda's Recycling Division. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.